Welcome to Inside the Vault, Enterprise Bank's podcast series where we talk about items of interest to the small business community. Today, we want to talk a little bit about the importance of information technology and cybersecurity for small business. And to do that, I have with me today uh, Matt McCullough, who is the Vice President of Information Technology for Enterprise Technology Group. Welcome, Matt. All right. Thanks, Dave. So um, Enterprise Technology Group, for our viewers and listeners, is one of our newest uh, offerings here uh, within the bank's ecosystem of subsidiaries where we are providing uh, information technology and cybersecurity solutions uh, for small businesses, whether they be customers of the bank or uh, uh, in general in the small business community. So, Matt, before we get started, um, let's talk a little bit about you personally and what your background is and then uh, who else is on your team at the Enterprise Technology Group. Sure. So, um, uh, Matt McCullough here. I actually graduated IEP um, you know, circa 2005. And so I've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, you know, my team is also pretty, uh, versed in technology as well. Uh, I have Sarah and Brett on our team. Uh, they are both senior systems admins, uh, really can do they're Jack of all trades kind of people. So, um, all the way from desktops, servers, virtualization, and especially cybersecurity. Uh, we're bringing on a junior sales engineer, uh, to help bridge the gap in uh, what I like to call the IT nerd lingo. Uh, mm-hmm. So small business owners get a really good sense of, you know, the the common themes across IT, uh, but also in, in a real application type delivery to them. So that way they're understanding everything about what could happen to them. And that's where this position will be coming into. So. Well, I think it's also important for our viewers and listeners to know that you know, you running Enterprise Technology Group, you also have a similar perspective to most of the clients you'll be dealing with because you are a small business owner yourself. That is correct. Um, I have two uh, breweries that uh, are, that are in our operation right now, uh, Den and Keg Brewing Company. Uh, we have a location in Mars as well as a location in Clearfield. Um, so, you know, me kind of having that uh, that business side and understanding what can hurt us Um it really brings some value to our clients here at the bank because I can really, I, I'm, I'm living it day to day. Sure. So. so you're not a pure IT nerd. I am not. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a little bit of a nerd across all aspects, <laughs> brewing, winemaking, you know, IT, all of it. So, yeah. 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 Well, let's talk a little bit about how, um, how enterprise technology group came to be. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, I think a lot of our listeners know the bank has kind of developed, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, kind of an ecosystem around the core banking operation mm-hmm. where we've developed subsidiary entities to help small businesses in certain aspects of their operation where they may not be, um, you know, technically proficient. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a bookkeeping subsidiary right. that provides accounting and bookkeeping services. We have a, a, a real estate uh, brokerage subsidiary of the bank that helps clients with their real estate needs. We have a title insurance subsidiary. And this latest, Enterprise Technology Group, we identified, I think, all of us collectively at the bank, kind of a weakness with some right. of our prospects and clients around, um, you know, IT and cybersecurity. Yeah. I, I mean, that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, we were in the 
in the belief that just protecting the bank from, you know, all the threats that are out there, well, some of our threats are actually our customers. <laughs> so keeping them secure as part of, you know, their overall IT posture is going to help us in the end at the bank. So we deliver services tailored to pretty much any small business. You can look at Enterprise Bank as being our biggest client, but also one of our biggest, um, you know, assets there. So we're delivering all of the IT uh, infrastructure, uh, licensing, hardware, software, all of that to Enterprise Bank as being our biggest customer. Uh, we can we can easily pivot to help small businesses, you know, do the exact same thing for what makes sense for them. Um, you know, me being in that small business realm as well, you know, I don't like I don't want to be oversold something I don't need. Well, that's our biggest benefit here is we literally walk and talk it every day, um, and so this. This whole enterprise uh, technology group uh, idea came about because, you know, we really needed to help serve our clients at the bank level. Um, so moving forward, you know, we can really help any level of business, uh, whether you're a million dollar company or a mom and pop pizza shop. There's there's something in between there that is is always available. So, yeah. And when you talk about, you know, the profile of the mom and pop small business, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you've got. Typically, an owner or owners that are wearing all the hats. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're salespeople, they're operations people, yep. um, you know, they're finance, they're trying yep. to get their arms around the financials. Yep. So they don't necessarily either have one, the expertise, or two, the time right. to dedicate to you know, proper IT yeah. uh, and cybersecurity. Obviously, when you get to scale, you know, at some level, you're able to to bring some of that expertise in house. Right. But I think this is a great solution for those that, again, um, are busy twenty four seven running their core operation. Right. Yeah. I mean, you want owners of businesses doing what they do best and building that business. Um, that's what they're striving to do. Uh, that's what they're good at. Um, it's really always on the backside of things when, you know, and in this day and age, it needs to be on the forefront. Even if you are just a small, you know, a three laptop shop, what are you going to do if those three laptops go down in a day? You yeah. know, whatever that scenario looks like, how are you going to work the next day? Um, so that's where we come in. Uh, we can come in and help. Like I said, any, any size business, we really fit your mold. So. Yeah. And obviously, no secret that, you know, the, the biggest danger is small business other than not having the efficiency of a mm -hmm. good IT system to run their operations is the cybersecurity threats right. that are out there, which, you know, Ugh. there's multiple horror stories out there. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Yep. So, you know, let's start with the basics though, okay. before sure. we get into cybersecurity. Yeah. So. You know, what types of things can you guys do um, to help a business run more efficiently from an IT perspective? Well, you said it earlier, you know, we're letting the business, own, we're taking that piece off of the business owner's, you know, job list of, to, of things to do. So it, right there, you're gaining some efficiencies just from a business owner. Um, again, we can come in remote monitoring and management for, you know, all of your devices, uh, put security around all of that. We can do trainings uh, for your staff, depending on if that's a need or not, uh, which it usually is. Um, 
you know, we do uh, free IT assessments, just kind of give you a baseline of what what challenges you might be overlooking, uh, threats that you may already have that you didn't know about. Um, and then it comes down to the remediation point. So taking care of all of those things that we discover is an additional set of, you know, projects that we can work with you on. But right out of the gate, you're going to end up with a, here's a, here's a document, here's what we'll show you on how your network's running, what you should be worried about, different things that show up on with our tools. So, And, you know, I, the one aspect of this I think is overlooked is, yeah, we need to protect our information and our mm-hmm. systems from outside threats. Right. But we also need, business runs on data. Right. We also need to protect that data. Yep. Um, from ourselves to some degree and from yeah. other factors, whether it be a disaster, you know, a flood, a tornado, yep. things like that. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of data backup? You know, talking a little bit about disaster recovery, if you're hit with something, you know, we're doing backups to where, you know, we can go from, we could be running out of uh, a California office if need be. Um, everything is, it's being in the cloud doesn't mean you're protected. So we do backups of our cloud environments as well, bring them on site. Um, and it's just really being, being making sure that you're protected from all different um, types of events. So whether it's, you know, you got hit with ransomware, your computer crashed, you know, the, the physical infrastructure is gone. You know, if that was a fire, flood, whatever, um, all of that stuff is, is extremely valuable to, to the client. So we, we take the proper precautions to make sure that it's all able to be gotten to if need be. Yeah. So. so let's talk about networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys have experience, you and your team have experience with a lot of different types of network configurations. Yeah. And when I say network these days, <laughs> it's important to think about these as part yes, of your exactly. network too. Yeah. And for those of you that are on audio, I'm pointing to my smartphone. Yep. So talk about some of the um, network and systems type solutions that you guys could provide. Yeah, so um, as far as cell phones go, I mean, you have, uh, Dave, being part of Enterprise Bank, you have a lot of data that belongs to Enterprise Bank on your phone. Uh, what we've, what we're able to do with just cell phones alone is we can protect the data that's on there where you can't even copy and paste from one app to another if it's not deemed appropriate by the IT group and obviously management here at the bank. But same play plays or same type of uh, plan for anybody. If you have uh, email on your phone, which is what mostly everybody uses it for, but now everything's in OneDrive, all of these different locations for data to be sitting in there, uh, we protect that. Uh, you can back it up. Uh, we can limit who can get access to it. Two factor is another huge thing. Yeah, talk where, about two factor authentication. I know pretty much every app I have anymore has that. Yeah, I mean we can inf- we can enforce two factor authentication for pretty much any app uh, that we manage for a client. Um, so if it's email and you want to be two factoring into your email app every time, we can set it that way. Um, it's really up to the discretion of the business owner. There's a blend. There's, you know, you don't want to be too secure where, sorry, you want to be secure, but you don't want that security to be in your way of your daily Great operations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, we work directly with the uh, business owner to see what that need is. And we, knowing that from being a business owner, we know where those pain points can be. So, yeah. so talking about systems, mm-hmm. what, what 
types of systems that are common for a small business to use, operating environments, yeah. do you and your team have experience with? So, you know, it's really from from top down. I mean, we can deal with the the, the smaller um, systems where it's you have Internet coming in and you have three laptops or all the way up to you have two fiber, uh, two fiber providers that's coming into, you know, firewall switches, you know, core switching. All of that stuff is in play for us. Um, you know, really, we can do all of that support for your size of business. It, that really doesn't make a difference to us. What we're looking for is to provide value around what you already have and remove that management piece from the people that shouldn't be managing it anyways, uh, but also give that give that give those hours back to the people that need them most, yeah. which is the ownership. So, so. you know, the bank, uh, we deal with a lot of pure startups. Yep. So can you... Can you and your team also go in and design systems for a new business? Yeah, 100%. So ground up, again, it starts with the client in understanding, you know, we would have a meeting, understanding what their goals are, what their projections are from the business standpoint, uh, because that's often overlooked. If you're going to be, a, you know, a, a $500,000 a year business, that's a lot different infrastructure than it is for a $5 million a year business. Um it really depends on how that works. So we do a very custom, you know, deep dive into what your plan would be um, and how you want to grow. So we're also not selling to you to make money off of the hardware. It's everything's gone into a support model. We want to make sure that you're supported the entire time. So. So let's talk about the big elephant in the yeah. room for yeah. every small business, yeah. which is cybersecurity. Yeah. The statistics are staggering. It's nuts. And I honestly just grabbed a new one today that is is quite frightening. So it was, uh, you know, as of today, there's about 300,000 different types of malware being created on a daily basis. Daily. Yeah, daily. 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 92% of those are actually being distributed just via email. So your email is really where we like to start putting protections around that, um, you know, so, but again, it, it also still goes back to what the business needs. So there's all kinds of tools that can be implemented. Um, there's tons of way to skin that cat, but honestly, at the end of the day, it's what the business drives that we put in. So, I mean, even from the bank's perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, you're responsible obviously yeah. for the bank's yeah. security. Yep. What's the volume of, of, potential attacks that we experience even at the bank. So at the bank level, I mean, you're talking 70 employees, that's, you know, 70 mailboxes that we're protecting. We're discarding around 200,000 emails a day that don't even make it to your inbox because that's how with only 70 employees, 70 employees, it's, it's staggering. So, and, and is this environment, this threat environment is continually. Oh, it's, it's ever changing. So it's it's never the same thing on a daily basis. Uh, it's growing more and more. There's services out there that you can literally go out and buy and say, hey, I want to create this piece of ransomware. There's companies out there that build these things for you on the dark web, and you deploy them and try to make money off of it. That's that's where we've gotten to it. It's It's literally hacking as a service. So how do you combat that? Well, a lot of it is is what we do here in the bank is that cybersecurity training and we beat it into our people. We really do. Cause you have to, 
Yeah, for, for those viewers and listeners, we have kind of a unique program here at the bank. If uh, any of our employees take the bait, <laughs> yep. so to speak, because one of, one of Matt's group's roles is to, you know, uh, provide fishing type um, opportunities yep. for employees to take the bait on. Yep. And if they take the bait and click on, on a link that they shouldn't have clicked on, they, they and anybody else that month that is, uh, has made a cybersecurity boo-boo has to cook breakfast right. for the entire bank. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's great. What is that? That's negative <laughs> reinforcement, I think. Right. Yeah, so right. It, it really is a great way that we do it here. Um, obviously you can do this multiple different ways. We usually always do it, follow it up with a cybersecurity presentation about, Hey, here's what went wrong. This is what you did. Um, and we never call anybody out, but it's known because they're the ones cooking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's definitely, uh, and I have a different example every month because everything's changing. Um, I'm sure all of the listeners have had, you know, emails claiming to be, Hey, I want a million dollars. I just got to click here and put my username and password in. Guess what? It's going to cost you. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it is much, much more sophisticated than it is. these days. Right? Yeah, these days. Social engineering, right? Yeah, honestly, like uh, there was a – one of my favorite videos of some of the, the videos that we subscribe to was um, at DEF CON out in Las Vegas, which is what, where all the hackers go to, you know, kind of meet up and all the good guys too to combat them, right? But That's got to be an interesting dynamic. I would think so, yeah. <laughs> like I've never been, but, you know, so um, – what was what was fascinating was a just a one of the attendees, you know, not really, you know, hacker or IT guy, was brought into a booth and you know the, the girl that was running the booth said, you know, I can probably get one of your account numbers in a matter of minutes. And all the guy did was say where he lived and that he had direct TV. So he she had like two pieces of information. And all of a sudden, you know, she's making some phone calls to DirecTV or or whatever the company was. It yeah. was Dish or whatever. Um, you know, she ended up getting into his account information. Now, this was a few years ago before yeah. the two-factor really took off and all of that. But within five minutes, she was in the account making changes. I mean, it's absolutely crazy what you can do just by having a conversation. And you might not even be knowing you're having the conversation and somebody's just eavesdropping on you. Yeah. You know, so so I think it's that human element that makes the education for not just the business owners but their employees so important. Right, and you guys can provide that type of training and education. It's it's all about training and reinforcement. You know, there's there's never there should never be an email rush to say, hey, I need you to go do X, Y, and Z, um, and I need it done in twenty minutes. You know, that's not a normal prop business process, right? Yeah. Those are usually red flags. Okay, somebody's got hacked. I'm trying to get money out of it. So, right. yeah, there's 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 all kinds of different um, different applications for yeah. that. And I don't want you to give all your value up here on the nope. podcast. Yeah, yeah. But a couple of basic tips for small businesses with regard to cybersecurity. So from the cyber side, it's it's really you know making sure that your firewall or you know, any presence that you have is locked down. Um, you know, keeping up with uh, Windows updates is a huge thing. You know, updates are, that's how people are getting in. Um, so if you're up to date, that really is, you know, a really big 
positive for you because you're not going to be exposed to the easy things that are out there to compromise you. And your group can ensure that that happens on a Again, it, it's our suite of services. We okay. can we can manage all the Windows updates. And it's not even Windows. It's yeah. Adobe. It's Firefox. It's right. all anything that is a application that's running. Including social media? Uh, social media is a little bit different. But, yeah, I mean, there there's tools that we can help with there. Um, as far as even, even your Macs, everybody was under the impression that, oh, if you had a Mac, you can't get hacked. Well, that's not the case. It just happens less frequently just because of the sheer ratio from, you know, one to the other. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely possible. So there is tools that we have that will manage all of that stuff for you. If you're in a compliance organization and you're getting audited, you know, these tools that we have provide you the, that documentation to hand to your auditor, say, yep, we're good, you know, on a monthly basis, weekly, daily, whatever yeah. is needed by that customer. So beyond the bank itself, mm-hmm. which we've been pretty yeah. lucky, yeah. Um, you know, never have any any breaches or anything right. like that. We have had some customer situations. Yeah. Now, we can't name names here, right. obviously, but can you give us a couple examples of what you've seen in the customer base? Yeah, so a few of our clients, obviously, um, you know, you're, you're going into a non-perfect system, you know, especially when you're, you're walking in after a, a true ransomware event. Um, so we had a company that we, that we uh, manage now, uh, and that was why we were brought in for them was to really help clean things up. Uh, they got hit with ransomware about nine months ago. Uh, their spend on their ransomware attack, um, even though they didn't pay it, is going to be around $900,000 with lost labor, um, cleaning everything up, redoing the systems, you know, all these different tangible things that needed to be done and dealt with um, around close to a million dollars in damage. Now, if that's me as the business owner at, in a brewery, I'm under. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not opening the next right, day. Right. So you know, how does that? How does that? Com- how do and you? That was deal a fairly sophisticated company. It very much so. So they were under the assumption that they were protected because they were in the cloud. Well, you're not protected because you're in the cloud. It actually came from somebody's email. The threat was able to move laterally, meaning go from one spot to another, and you know, within four hours, everything was locked up. So it did stem from an email. And that was that was all that it took. So what we did to remediate all of that. Now we didn't do the ransomware cleanup. That was the company that they were with before. Uh, we came in after the fact, and what we saw was holy crap! Are you guys open? Exposed. You are yeah. still totally exposed. Um, so we ended up, you know, putting two factor on everything, locking down um, their their external network. Um, you could get to their cameras just by, you know, Googling their, their site. I'm like, okay, we got to lock all this down. So worked on their firewalls, got everything cleaned up there. Again, put different policies in place for their phones. Um, we are now doing backups for them on site and off site. So that the big thing was their ERP data, you know, that's their bread and butter. I mean, that's where everything lives. Um, at the end of the day, you know, they had to reconstruct it rather because they didn't have a backup of it. Yeah. So now well, moving forward, if, if anything, God forbid happens, there's a hundred backups everywhere. So yeah. it's, it's literally everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we just talked in that case yeah. about the direct cost in terms mm-hmm. of, um, lost productivity plus actual hard costs to put everything back in place. Yeah. That's a huge dollar cost to that business, yeah. but 
you know, for businesses that have customer data yeah. in their system. You're talking about a loss of um, reputation yeah. and confidence in your customer base, which right. the cost of that is exponential. Well, you know, you look at the target breach and yeah. what happened there, you know, that that can honestly happen to anybody. It, you know, for the for the most part, I think the statistic is l- literally everybody on this planet, is their name and a little bit of their data is on the dark web for you to buy. I mean, you look at Target alone, that was like, I don't even remember what the number was, but it was crazy. It was like a third of the world's population, <laughs> you know? So, you know, that being said, it's it's out there. It's like, how, how do you combat, you know, yeah. what happens after you are hit? Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing. We at the bank, we we are prepared for, you know, being hit and what happens afterwards. How can we get our data yeah. back and how do we protect our clients' data? Yeah. Uh, that's where we focused our time in. So. so unfortunately, not the ideal circumstance for you all to get involved because mm-hmm. you want to get involved up front and put right. the measures in place. Right. But you have the experience and the capability to go in if a business has been yep. compromised and, yeah. and try to get it back. And back it's, re- it's really the tools that we utilize. Um, a lot of the tools that we're using are, you know, Fortune 500 companies, they're in the Gardner matrix, they're top of the line stuff. But at the end of the day, it's also how do you, how do you put a price on, you know, per device, making sure it's secure? Is it worth $20 a month per machine? And again, all of this is just in generalities, but in my eyes, yeah, it's it's definitely worth that. And the business that we have all of these things on, they're like, well, it's going to cost me $11,000 a year to do this based off of my inventory, okay, that's better than paying the 900000 that I just did. So, you know, you got to really think about that um, as a business owner. And my understanding is a lot of this has to do with, with monitoring of the systems. Mm-hmm. You talk a, bit, a little bit about how your group can monitor and, yeah. and react. Yeah, so from a, from a services perspective, we can be as granular as the client wants. Uh, we can be the first call um, if you're a if you're a you know manufacturing company that has its own IT person or something like that. Um, they could be the first call if an alert is going off, or it can be handled by us. We triage it and send an email to the IT guy saying, "Hey, this is what happened. It's cleaned up. We're all done. Good to go." So that's the level of service engagement that we get into. So just depends on the actual client's needs. So everything's customized. Mm-hmm. But uh, how do you, how did you all get paid? What I mean, how do you handle rates, billing, that type of thing? So it it really is. Uh, it comes down to what is needed. So you know, if you're if you're needing a backup service, if you're needing remote monitoring management, um, the tools we sell as a monthly fee. Uh, it's based off of the number of devices. Uh, it depends on you know if you're in a backup scenario. Depends on how much data you're backing up. Um, we really don't make a whole lot of money on on that because it's just the tool that we're utilizing for you. Where we come in to make our money is, you know, the expertise that goes into setting all of it up, uh, managing issues when when something happens, and then that on-site touch points where you know we're going on we're going on site to really do some configuration work, um, and so we sell it in a block of hours. Um, but really, again, we can do whatever makes the most sense for the customer. And I so. think, you know, when, when you were developing your business model, mm-hmm. 
as we've done with all of our subsidiary entities, we're recognizing that these, in a lot of cases, are very small businesses. Yeah. They don't have huge budgets for this type of thing. Right. So I know you did some survey work when you were putting the business plan and the and the model together for, for Enterprise Technology Group. Correct. We're going to be, I'm guessing, a lot more affordable than a lot yeah, of the IT we're, solutions. We're about 50% cheaper than, than your normal MSP is. Um, but it also comes with you know, a little bit more knowledge on that small business attitude. Yeah. Uh, because it's again, not overkill for, right? yeah, it's, it's a very customized approach uh, because you're right. The, there's not massive amounts of it budgets out there. And a lot of startup businesses don't even put it line items in their budgets anymore. Yeah. You know, um, oh, I'll do everything on my computer. Okay. Well, that's, that's how you get started. But you know, I started Den and Keg with probably three laptops, and now I think I have like 15. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I consume these services as a client of Enterprise Technology Group because I don't have the time to manage the updates, make sure everything's secure. The tools allow us to do that for you. So, so and then obviously, it, you know, as you said, when it's based on number of devices or number of users, mm-hmm. it's scalable. So yeah. if you're starting small, going to be relatively inexpensive as you grow and hopefully your profits grow, yep. you know, your needs are going to increase and, and, uh, as will most of your costs. Yeah. And it, and it works the opposite way too, for these, these clients are the, 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 by going with this model, you're paying for what you're using. Yeah. Um, so, you know, up to, you know, we had a customer that, you know, had eight devices Well, they realized they only really needed four and the four, other four were totally outdated, but yeah. they just kept them. Like, well, it's more of a liability for you to have these, and you're paying me to manage them yeah. when you don't use them. Get rid of them. It's a it's an entry point for bad actors. Yeah. If you're not using them, don't. So they recycled them, yeah. and we dropped their licensing down to four. Yeah. So, and I think yeah. at least I, it was an eye-opener to me. You and I had talked offline a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Devices are not necessarily just laptops and cell phones no. anymore. No. There's a lot of devices out yeah. there that can be compromised. Yep. I think you mentioned security cameras. Yeah, the security cameras. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really anything with an IP address can be uh, effectively touched. So, yeah, it, it is kind of crazy where the world's gotten to. I mean, your refrigerator has a, has an IP address. Nobody's hacking refrigerators <laughs> at this point, but they're hacking the account that's tied to the refrigerator. You know, so they're getting username. And if you use your password for that refrigerator account, so you can have a nice little calendar on the refrigerator be updated. <laughs> they get that, and it's the same password as your credit card. Boom. There you go. That's the difference between, you know, what we were seeing back in the day, whether it's just a straight-up virus trying to get data yeah. out. Now it's just account after account. You know, mm-hmm. Like you said, I have everything two-factored that I can. <laughs> so Password managers, I'm assuming. Yep. Is a- Again, we have a password manager that we, can, we that we are able to sell to our clients as well. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, we're just going down that path with these guys right now. But, you know, we have to use it, as you can imagine, how many passwords my IT group has. Yeah. Um, it's and it's also a, a, a protection because, you know, it's it's that winning the lottery theory. Well, somebody wins a lottery in my group, they might be gone the next day. <laughs> um, we have a really good team. I don't think that would happen. But, <laughs> you know, if you are worried about something like that, all of that stuff is documented. So. So um, 
in terms of industry, mm-hmm. this is pretty much agnostic as far as industry is concerned. It absolutely is anymore. Uh, anymore, it is everything and anything. I mean, uh, like I was saying, I'm a brewery with 11 or 15 laptops. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, we um, we have security cameras. We got the, you know, network switches, the firewalls, all of that because it's needed for what, how we operate as a business. Not everybody needs that level of sophistication, but we did based off how we do things. So, well, probably because one of the owners is an IT guy. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a nerd spend, I would think. And uh, I apologize if Corey's listening to this, but yeah, it might have been a little bit of overkill. So, yeah. so clients are interested. Mm-hmm. Either they're just getting started and they have no idea how to set up an IT infrastructure, yep. or they're they're in business yep. and they're looking for more efficiency or better protection. Yep. How do they get in touch with you and how does the process work? Well, what's really great about Enterprise Bank is I have uh, how many RMs do we have? Eight eight, eight RMs. So we're us- utilizing um, our relationship managers as an extension of us. So the RMs are talking to the clients um, around you know this service. So that's how that that initial uh, contact's being made. But you call me directly. Uh, you can get a hold of the Enterprise Technology Group. I have a number here. It's 412-213-7319. Uh, info at enterprisetechpgh.com. Is that your website? That's too? our website as well. So, you know, again, all of that is out there to be consumed. Um, but the biggest thing is this grassroots effort. I mean, you know, one person talks to another person about how we were doing and how yeah. the approach was. That's where we've been really working well. Yeah, and I want to be very clear to our viewers and listeners. You do not have to have any affiliation with Enterprise Bank as a customer to take advantage of these services. Um, That's correct. And as you mentioned earlier on, you'll go out essentially and do a free assessment right up front at no obligation or cost to the client. Yeah, I mean, it's if it's a especially if it is one of our clients, we're 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 on top of that, Uh, but also. You're not again we want to help you we're in the small business mindset um and we want we just want to make sure everybody's protected as best they can be uh any parting words as both an it professional and a business owner <laughs> um i would you know if i would have taken i should have t- taken my own advice years ago and said you know i should have doubled my it budget <laughs> that's really not um that's really not doable but when I look at the tools that we're providing, um, it really makes sense from that small business, uh, you know, mindset of saying, okay, I can't be the IT guy. I can't be the finance guy. I can't do everything. I want to focus on growing the business. So I'm going to offsite, I'm going to offload this to somebody that's capable of doing it. Um, and for, at the end of the day, it's a nominal fee, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. I uh, look forward to, you know, as one of the lending team here, continuing yep. to work with Enterprise Technology Group. Yep. Um, and as mentioned, if any of you are interested in getting in touch with Matt and his team, whether you're just getting started and need some IT advice or whether you're already in business and looking to improve your efficiency and security, again, Matt, that number is? Uh, 412-213-7319. And, and the email address? Email address is info at enterprisetech.com pgh.com. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Dave. For those of you that have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us here at insidethevault at enterprisebankpgh.com. 
Please be sure to check us out on all the major podcast platforms in audio format and in video format on YouTube. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Mm.